In today's episode, we get to speak to the amazing John Vogue, someone who's had an inspirational journey, someone I was recently introduced to and who has blown me away. He's had a phenomenal journey and I'm looking forward to sharing it with you today on today's episode. So let's find out what he did and why am I so excited to speak to him. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. It's Gul Khan here, your money mindset expert. And today I have the honor and the pleasure of speaking to John Vogue, someone who's had a phenomenal journey, someone who's actually based in Canada, the other, other side of the pond, so to speak, to me, but who is absolutely inspirational. And I'm super excited to be speaking to him. So welcome, John. How are you doing today? I'm doing fabulous. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on your show today. I am super excited to have you, John. So John, tell everybody, for those who don't, who are not familiar with you, who are you and what do you do? Definitely. So uh, I am a founder, owner of an agency, a digital agency called Local SEO Search. Um, I started that seven years ago. Um, I'm a proud father of a five-year-old son, and I also um, mentor and I try to make more of an impact to the local business owners in a local landscape. So um, before I started this agency, actually, um, I'll just give you a little backstory. Um, I studied business finance um, in college, university, and afterwards, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, so I got my first job in Toronto, Canada, the capital, um, but I, I was at a point where I wanted to either travel or start my own career, right, which is start paying down my student loan. Um, so for me, my brother told me I should start paying down my loan instead of like enjoying life a little bit while I was younger. Um, So I did start my career and that's how I got hooked on to sales. Um, That's what was my first foray of, uh, in terms of the business world where I was in advertising sales, but more traditional roles. So I worked in, um, you know, print advertising, digital advertising, um, affiliate online marketing. And my longest stint before I started my agency was I worked at Yellow Pages. And if people know about Yellow Pages, it's the printed directory of... Yes, um, I remember Yellow Pages. We had that a while ago. <laughs> we had a UK yeah. team. So I was there for five years. And during that time, I met with thousands of local business owners, from the local plumbers to dentists to lawyers, you name it. But what really resonated with me was um, them making a local impact. They really actually cared about serving their own community, their people, their base, right? And it wasn't really the monetary aspect, but really personalizing it and really caring, right? Um, And what I found out near the end of my tenure there was um, there was a gap and there was a need where Yellow Pages was not performing as they once did. It used to be the go-to place for business owners to advertise where they would get a really solid ROI, return on investment. But during the last couple of years, every meeting that I went to see business owners, they were frustrated. They were 
disappointed with the results. They were spending more than ever and just wanted to find out where the, the customers, because they knew people were looking. They just don't know where they were consuming uh, information to search for them. And as you know, that's when Google started to uh-huh. ramp up and take yeah. off. Um, and basically, that's where I pivoted, right? I could have uh, worked at another digital agency in sales. That was my strength. Um, so I've been doing sales at that time for about 10 plus years. Right. And um, I was at a point where I could continue working for a corporate, uh, you know, another company. I was doing fairly well. Um, but I also had to figure out like what I wanted to do. Um, I, I basically just recently got married. I moved to a new city with my wife and I recently bought a home. Right. right? So my, yeah, a lot of financial responsibility. A lot of things happening, but I had full support from my wife, right? Mm -hmm. Where she basically said, you either do it now or you continue working, but you don't know if that will be something you really enjoy doing, right? She Mm -hmm. knew I was very interested in the sales realm of things. Mm -hmm. And I was always doing some side hustles here and there. Uh, So she knew that I had some entrepreneurial spirit in myself. Um, So she basically said, go ahead, figure it out, make some mistakes and learn. And uh, that's why I did, right? For the sounds of it. So yeah, you, you do feel that the old, the old saying that behind every successful man is a great woman. So that, that's a good true saying for you. Yeah, I was very fortunate to have full support, right? And yeah. I think that's number one, number one thing, because if people don't believe in you or trust you that you're doing, making the right decision, it's a lot of stress and a lot of burden on yourself. You put a lot more on yourself than other people putting it on you, right? Yeah. So um, yes, I had a lot of burden as, in terms of like mortgage payment. I had responsibility to eventually take care of my wife or whatnot, right? But at that time, my wife was taking care of me because I didn't have a stable income, right? Leaving a stable income to start your own gig. At that point, I didn't even know anything about SEO as well. Just so you know, oh my, my point was I knew there was a shift and a need but I had no technical experience. I was sales and marketing. So I had a lot of front facing relationships that were built and there was a gap in the marketplace and I filled it. So I had to go out there, sell, prove myself, make sure that I know what I'm doing, learn about all the whole back end experience of the operational end of things and deliver on my promises as a salesperson. Now it's more about it's a brand. My name's on the line, right? Yeah. So early days, I wasn't paying myself. I was spending a lot on learning, getting a lot of people to do what, a lot what, of the what work. Year, what year would this be? What, what, so what year? Uh, back in 2013. Okay, so it's 2013. Okay. Yeah, so seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, again, I didn't know what I do know now, of course. Um, and I was you know, not even sure how to run a business. As much as I was helping business owners with their advertising, I didn't know there were so many other aspects involved in running a business from, you know, outside of sales and marketing, it's now fulfillment, customer service. It's about delivering on all your promises, right? Like working at Yellow Pages, there were departments full of graphic team, development team, marketing team, support team, accounting team, you name operation team. I was just a part of sales and marketing. Yeah. So starting your business, I had no idea how much. Into it, all the different hats. Yeah, I know. I'm familiar with that one. 
And then I was spending so much time, like I was devoting 16, 18 hours into this business um, early days, right? Because I had to understand every realm of it from, you know, not just the customer standpoint, but actually delivering on what I was saying I was going to do, right? So learning all back end as well as learning how to run a business. Um, my strengths was always sales and marketing. So I went out and got sales. I got checks. I got people paying me for a service. Now I had to deliver on it. So um, I think that's where I, I had an advantage because um, I'm very comfortable with sales and marketing and I'm a big believer in my own skill set and whatever product and service or else I wouldn't even go out and sell it in the first place, right? Um, So that's where I pivoted and I moved away from working a nine to five. I would say, you know, corporate to now starting my own agency. Oh, wow. So that has been a great journey and quite, quite a journey in itself, starting off on a new business where you have literally no knowledge of and you're starting from scratch because you know there's a need, you can see that, that there's a need for it and people need that service from you, but you don't even know how to provide it yourself. You have to do learning on the job, so to speak. So that's amazing. Now, I know that sounds great and it's, you've said it in literally two minutes or five minutes, your entire journey, but can you tell us, can you just walk us through what was going through your mind at the time when your wife was having to support you financially and you were trying to build a business, which you yourself admitted that you didn't know that all the different departments that you had to deal with, you know, initially you just doing sales and marketing, but now you had to deal with, you know, management, the admin, the, the accounts and the, the cash flow and other things. I mean, there's so many different um, aspects to running a successful business. What was going through your mind? How did you keep yourself stable? How did you come out the other end and be successful and have a very successful business now while you were dealing with one, learning a new skill, two, building a business, and three, as a man, allowing your partner to support you financially? Talk us through how, you know, how do you set your mind for that? Yeah, it was definitely challenging times because I was putting a lot of stress on my own, uh, myself, right? Because yeah. I felt... Um, there was a huge amount of responsibility and uh, dedication to not just be successful and be the breadwinner, mm-hmm. but eventually support. And, you know, I didn't even pay myself the first couple of years, actually. Yeah. Um, and, but the, the one thing that was a saving grace was the full support from my wife, right? Um, my partner, it might not be your wife, even you doing your journey, but someone that really believes in you, that believes that you're doing the right thing making the right moves, you know, yes, you are the owner, but you have to always ask yourself, doubt yourself, question yourself, right? But with someone with, that has support, no matter what happens in the end, that's what really, you know, makes you evolve and be a better person, right? Um, so yes, I put a lot of burden and stress on myself, but eventually I came to realize my true strengths, right? And that's when I was really able to de-stress and uncover um, my gaps, right? Where I needed to fill the, I guess, different roles and leadership roles and people in different places of the company because I was putting on every role when you're starting off, right? Because you don't know what you don't know, right? So you you think you can do everything. Yeah, you don't know what you don't know. And sometimes you don't have the skill set for it, but you don't really know that either at the beginning, do you? So it's, it's learning on the job, so to speak. So John, what would you say was your biggest obstacle? What was the something that you, you know, you really struggled with when you initially, when you were initially setting up your business and then how did you overcome that? 
struggles was, I think, uh, I bootstrapped everything. I didn't have any financial support. I basically started the business with uh, not even a laptop, my cell phone. I went out there and proved that I can get people sold with a, a cell phone and an idea and concept, right? Wow. But what I really believed was, um, I think the biggest barrier for me was letting go right? Letting go of different aspects of the business and letting people that you put in different parts of the company to have more of a leadership role, right? Because I thought I could do everything, right? Being the owner, you're like, you want to be in full control. But the, the key is understanding your gaps, your weaknesses, your strengths, and letting people that love what they do, be passionate and do it really well, and stuff that you don't really like doing, let them do it because your time is way more, your time is way more valuable doing yeah. what you love and yeah. probably can charge a lot more money because you can earn more versus doing things that you hate doing. It stresses you out. It is a time consuming uh, task. And once you're able to uncover where your gaps are, what your needs are and, you know, find good people that has your true core values. That's where it, I'm now able to structure my day based on how I would like to see it, right? Where I want to spend as much time being present with my son. And I turn off my devices right at four o'clock when my son gets home. And I don't pick up my phone afterwards, right? Like that's where you know you are doing something that really matters because being present is really critical. Absolutely. And I love that. And being a parent, I completely understand that. I think this was, um, is something that we could all learn more. Unfortunately, with the pandemic that's happening, we're recording this interview when we're coming to the other end of the pandemic where everything's beginning to open up here in UK and, and worldwide too. But we still have the idea of or the threat of the second wave looming over our heads. But anyhow, and we've been in, in kids have been home for the last six months, as we were discussing just before we pressed record. I think it's very difficult to manage your work with children being parents and try to be present. So that my, my normal idea would be I stop working at four when my kids come home and then evening after they go to bed, I pick up my, you know, my stuff again from eight o'clock to 10 to two hours in the evening. But since they've been home, <laughs> the work has been all around them. So, you know, an hour here, two hours there, three hours there. So they've had to adapt and I had to adapt and it's just what, you know, how you go. But I love this idea of yours that when your son comes home at four, the phone goes away and it's daddy time and baby time. And that's so important because being present in a child's life is super important. As a parent, I fully understand that. So tell us, Jen, what's, you know, what would you be, what would your advice be to someone who's listening in and saying, well, John, that sounds really good, but maybe you got lucky. And I want to reiterate this, that you, when you started off, you didn't, you knew that there was a need in the market, but you didn't know how to fulfill it. You didn't know what to do about it. You didn't know anything about SEO. You just knew that you had to work at providing businesses an opportunity to be searched. And Yellow Pages wasn't working anymore. A new medium come forward, which is Google search, which everyone uses now. And you had to put the two together. What advice would you give to someone like this who can actually see there's a gap in the market and there's a need for it and they can fulfill it, but they just don't know how or don't have the confidence to get going? What advice would you give to that person? Um, there's always opportunities, right? Um, and my suggestion is go out and do something about it, right? Instead of doubting yourself or questioning if it's going to be successful or not or coming up with this huge executive summary and a business plan, 
go out there and see if people are willing to pay for your service, right? To see if it's even feasible as a business. And if there is traction, then you'll invest more time. But a lot of people either go wrong with investing too much money in the initial bricks and mortar or Mm -hmm. initial startup phase without even understanding if there's a need or market. Like they think this is a great idea without even knowing if people are willing to pay for it. Um, Or they are very hesitant to do the sales aspect, right? They're very afraid of taking action, I would say, right? Um, That's the one thing I, I would tell everyone, like instead of being a procrastinator or waiting for something to happen. And it might not even be the best idea out there. You can have a competitive idea. Like there could be tons of other people doing what you're thinking of doing as well. Or, you know, there's already services similar to yours. Yours is really unique or it's catered to a different niche or whatever. That's all you need. A small enough pie. You don't have to go after the big pie. Go after a small niche and that's all it takes, right? You carve out a little pocket for yourself that fulfills that customer base and you take care of them they take care of you and that's all it really matters right because you don't need to be huge you don't need to dominate the world just focus on what you're really after because everyone thinks of amazon facebook youtube as big huge companies that they want to really strive to become well really that's one in a billion right? One in a hundred million that actually make it Amazon, you know, Tesla and all that. Well, think about the small mom and pop shops, right? Mm -hmm. And what, what if you are able to generate a hundred thousand dollars, $200,000? Is that sustainable for you and your family? I think it should be right. Yeah, That's all it takes, right? Versus going after, I want to make 200 million a month or a day or a year or whatever. Like that's, you know, it's like becoming an NBA superstar or a hockey or soccer superstar, right? It took you 30 years to train up to that point, right? So just like anything, start small. Um, Everyone has their skill set. Uncover what that is and really focus on what your strengths are and allocate your other resources with other things that don't really resonate with you, like that you're not strong at doing so that they, other people can do it very well and you don't have to focus on it. I think that's I think that's great advice. I totally agree with that, and I, I I do believe that if you want to aim to making a two hundred million a day or a month or whatever have you, you can get there. It's just you need to start somewhere and move in the direction. Don't get overwhelmed and don't get stopped by being overwhelmed. So I have to be making the similar sort of, you know revenue as Amazon. I I completely agree with that. It could be that you want to be Amazon's competition. Why not? But that could be in five to ten year plan. Why not? But for the time being, don't let that stop you from taking actions initially. I think that's great advice. And something else, which I think for, for those who are, you know, because this is kind of entrepreneurs, one of the other important things is don't, don't let anything stop you. Um, you know, the, the idea that, you know, you're, you're a beginner or you don't have the funds or what have you, don't let that stop you. But at the same time, don't being silly in terms of, you know, I, I see many startups, that I've, exactly the same thing you said, John. I had a cousin who made this startup. I think he was doing app and he spent two years on it and spent loads of money on it. And in that time, somebody else developed the app and got you went. And so you see if there's a need and then take action quickly. And if there isn't a need, then move on to the next opportunity. Because as you said, there are plenty of opportunities out there. And um, in this day and age, I think we live, really are living in the day, a golden age. What do you say, John? 
there's so many opportunities to you know make money and, and make a name and have companies in all different sort of weird niches anyway wouldn't you say that John yeah and it's okay to make mistakes because yeah. I still make mistakes all the time <laughs> and it's all about learning evolving and getting better and making sure that it doesn't happen again right and being transparent and letting people in on that whole journey people respect you by that versus you trying to fib your way across being that expert or know-how to know everything, right? It's very difficult to know everything. Um, for me, it's all about like just being transparent with everyone, even though they're not your customer or they are, um, they will appreciate that honesty way more and they'll be way more loyal to you during the long lifetime value of that customer. So. Okay. Agreed, agreed. So, John, where can we um, find you on the net? What can I give us? Um, do you have any special um, places we want, to, want us to visit or any offers for us? Yeah, so you can check out my website. It's localseosearch.ca. Um, we're a local SEO agency uh, servicing small, medium-sized businesses uh, across not, not just North America, but UK and Australia as well. Um, and we have a free website audit. So it's a 30 minute consult that you can uh, fill out the form. Um, there's also a podcast that we host as well. It's called local SEO today. And because myself and my VP of sales, which worked at yellow pages for over 30 plus years, uh, we've worked with over 10,000 small, medium sized businesses. And that's where we bring in a lot of insights from what they have shared with us. Um, and, you know, it's better to share it with the rest of the world with um, some of the best practices, some of the mistakes and things that you can really learn and hone on so that you can, you don't have to make the same mistakes that we kind of did over the years. So Brilliant, fantastic. And for those listening, those details will be on the show notes, uh, so both on the website and on Apple Podcasts, etc. But I just wanted to sort of refer, get John to refer them to while he's speaking to us. So, okay, John, so any parting tip for us? Do you have any tips um, um, for, for those listening uh, you know, who are thinking about or have a business at the moment? Yeah, I would say um, don't give up. Um, being a business owner, I, I feel like... I could have given up one month, three months, six months, two years into my business because I was still bleeding. But after year two, I started turning things around, right? And so if you really feel comfortable and you feel like there's momentum, it doesn't have to hit a home run. Even though you have your own internal goals in terms of revenue and sales and projections, just make it realistic too, because whatever your goals are never happens, right? So you have to scale down a little bit and be realistic about it all, but never give up. If that's something you really feel like it's going to make a difference and there are, there is a need and demand in the marketplace, pursue it, right? Have fun with it because it's a, it is a journey. It's a stressful journey early days, but eventually you'll get to a point where you will not regret any thing that you've done in terms of that entrepreneurial journey because um, the learnings that you've made the mistakes that you made it's worth it in the end so go out there make something happen and never give up fantastic fantastic thank you so much so thank you for being a guest thank you for sharing your inspiration story with us thank you for highlighting the need to just take action and don't allow your lack of knowledge or skill in a particular area stop and hold you back because you can always learn on the job as you have 
And I'm sure many listeners would resonate with that and that she would admire you for that and um, admire your courage for taking steps forward for that. I know a lot of people get stuck in the idea, well, I don't have the skills set for this. How can I move forward? But you've shown clearly, as long as you're willing to take the action, you will learn the skills and you'll gain the know-how on the journey. So thank you so much for sharing that. I really appreciate you for that. And for those listening, thank you so much for joining me and John on today's episode. I will be back on another Future Friday with another amazing guest talking about their journey, about how they changed their life by changing the mindset. I hope to see you soon. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.golkhan.com. That's G-U-L-L-K-H-A-N.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our next five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan. Take care and bye for now.